Today is another retrospective episode where I'll be talking about my own journey of building the show, Podcast Growth Hacks. And in this episode, I'll be covering a couple of the growth hacks I've been working on recently, such as some ebooks I've been writing, creating a brand new lead funnel, and rethinking my own call to actions for this show. I'll also talk about some of my biggest learnings so far and reveal some of my current podcast stats. So please listen on. Hello, you're listening to Podcast Growth Hacks, where I talk to podcasters of all experience levels to unpack the most powerful growth tactics they used to grow their podcast. I'm Pat Chung. And if you're a podcaster, well then subscribe so that together we can all learn and experiment with how to grow our own podcasts. So first, just to give an update on the current stats of this podcast, I'm still actually not looking at my stats yet. Surprise, yeah, I know, huge faux pas. But as I mentioned in my last retrospective episode, right now I'm still just focused on the simple goal of publishing my first 26 episodes before getting too distracted about my stats. Currently, I'm at episode 16, so I'm still about three months away from my goal. Just to recap why I think this goal is important, my theory is that a lot of people out there will make a quick decision whether they want to subscribe or listen to your podcast based solely on some very surface level things. When they find your podcast on a podcast app, they'll first see if they recognize your name. If not, they might check out your cover art and show description to see if it resonates with them. They might see if your show has high ratings and reviews. And I think most people will check if you have a decent number of episodes and if you're still consistently producing them. I think people are generally hesitant to commit to podcasts until they see some evidence that it's going to be a consistent show. So yeah, I definitely plan to do a lot of growth experiments for podcast growth hacks and to share all my results here, but not quite yet. That'd be like spending a lot of effort and money with paid ads and whatnot and driving a lot of visitors to this podcast, but the podcast wouldn't be quite ready for those visitors yet. So in my opinion, I'm not quite ready to invest in any growth experiments until I get to that 26 episode mark. Hence, I don't even want to get distracted with stats yet. So please be patient. It's coming soon. But one of the growth hacks I've tinkered with recently is to create my first lead funnel. And in case you don't know what a lead funnel is, it's basically that classic marketing tactic where you give away something valuable for free, like an ebook, some templates, or a course, and people see that thing, they realize they want it, and you ask them for their email address in exchange for that free thing. Then they start getting some useful emails and newsletters from you, and in time, they learn more about you, they begin to know, like, and trust you, and some of them start to go deeper into your world of content, products, and services. And we've all seen this before, right? It's that little pop-up on websites that asks for your email in exchange for something free that you're interested in. And you're so tempted that you enter your email address to get that free thing. And I guarantee you, just about every company, service, or brand, if you look close enough, has one or more of these lead funnels. And I figured I should probably start experimenting with my own lead funnel. So right now, this is the kind of stuff I should be working on. Just laying the groundwork of assets and tools, for future growth experiments. So with any lead funnel, there's usually several core components. First, you got what's called your lead magnet 
or sometimes people call it your content giveaway. Basically, that's that valuable resource that you're giving away for free to a visitor in exchange for their email address. So this lead magnet's gotta be super compelling and tempting, and it really should speak directly to the type of audience you eventually want. And the two other main components of a standard lead funnel is a landing page where you promote your magnet and you tell your visitors why they'd want that free thing. And that page also has your email capture form where visitors can enter their email to get that free thing. And the third core component is your email sequence. And these are the series of automated emails that you start sending to your lead the moment they enter their email address. And the main goal of these automated emails is to keep giving people a bunch of value for free in helpful emails delivered over weeks or even months so that they start appreciating you and they start taking interest in the stuff you have to offer. So that's lead funnels in a nutshell. And to be honest, it really wasn't on my radar to create one of these yet. But an opportunity kind of came out of nowhere that pushed me to do this. So the thing that made me consider doing this is this thing called Podcaster's Kit. You can check it out at podcasterskit.com and I'll leave a link uh, to that in the show notes. Basically, Podcaster's Kit is this huge bundle of podcast resources. I think 40 resources in total. It's things like ebooks, tutorials, templates, workshops, from various big name podcast teachers and coaches. And this podcaster's kit goes on sale just once a year for just $47. And I think it's even cheaper if you pre-buy it early. First of all, it's a brilliant idea. And the guy behind podcaster's kit, Dan Morris, reached out to me on Twitter and asked if I wanted to contribute a resource to this bundle. But the caveat is I only had three days to hand over my resource since Podcaster's Kit 2022 was going live in just three days. Of course, I didn't have any resource to contribute yet, but I said, sure, why not? And that's what put me on the path of making my first lead magnet and lead funnel. So I didn't have much time, but luckily I had already been working on three pretty lengthy blog posts about audience engagement. And I was writing these blog posts for my company, Pod Inbox. And I decided to repurpose these three blog posts into three very short ebooks. And keep in mind, I've never written an ebook before, so this was all new to me. So, just to recap, in just 24 hours, I had to write three short ebooks as my content giveaway, put up a landing page with a lead capture form, and set up my automated email sequence, the three core components of any standard lead funnel. So, fast forward a little through the magic of a very tight deadline and a bunch of coffee and Coke Zeros. I was able to put together what I call three pocket guides to podcast fan engagement. Fan engagement is something I literally think about every day, so the books weren't too hard for me to write. And these are three very, very short ebooks. You can read them in under an hour each. And in each pocket guide, I share some best practices around a main topic, and I give away 10 concrete examples in each guide. So the first pocket guide is called Pocket Guide to Fan Shoutouts with 10 example podcast shoutout ideas. The second one is Pocket Guide to Podcast Call to Actions. And once again, I give 10 great examples of podcast call to actions. And the third guide, Pocket Guide to Fan Patronage, which covers some creative ways to monetize your fans directly versus monetizing your podcast through ads or sponsorships. And if you're curious about these guides at all, 
you can still get these pocket guides for free at guides.podinbox.com. Once again, that's guides.podinbox.com. And I'll include that link in the show notes as well. I haven't done it yet, but in the future, I'll also include this lead magnet on my podcast website, podcastgrowthhacks.com. As you can see, this is now an asset that I can repurpose, not just for Podcasters Kit, but for my company, Pod Inbox, for this podcast, Podcast Growth Hacks, and even be able to give away these books for free for future things like speaking engagements and such. And I should pause and give a big thanks to two of my previous podcast interview guests, Jonathan Jones in episode five and Sarah St. John in episode 13. Both these podcasters share with me the importance of authoring a tangible book. And it's not something I really considered much before, but after chatting with them, I did keep thinking about the benefits of having a book that I could kind of repurpose for all sorts of marketing tactics and network building, not just for book sales. So thanks, Jonathan and Sarah. I've taken your advice to heart. So being a big believer in having an email list, I figure I might as well start early and invest some time to build a system I can reuse over and over to start collecting email addresses now and into the future. As podcasters, it's one thing to grow your audience, but it's just as powerful to know your audience by getting their email addresses. And I did want to share stats around how effective this podcaster's kit campaign was. So I wanted to share how many emails I personally got out of it. So looking at the stats from the lead capture software that I used, I got about 110 emails from this campaign. So not bad. Actually a little better than I thought it'd be quite honestly. Of course, these people are probably my ideal listeners too, since they're interested in podcasting. So I'll probably add an email into my automated email sequence telling them about my podcast and hopefully convert some of these people into listeners. Once again, I'm just in the beginning stage of setting up this framework to get more people familiar with me, this podcast, and my company, Pod Inbox. Another growth hack I'm currently working on is refining my own call to actions for this podcast. Since I wrote the pocket guide to podcast call to actions, I actually did a lot of research into this and I realized the call to action I've been using on this podcast needed a lot of work. So starting this episode, I wanted to take a dose of my own medicine and I want to change it around. So following some best practices I share in my own book, I'm keeping it to one primary CTA or a call to action. I also wanted to change up my CTA at least for the next several months. Since I'm still right now in this foundational building phase, one of my first goals is simply to increase my overall ratings and reviews, mainly on the two major podcast apps, Apple and Spotify. So in the spirit of this new CTA, I want to give a shout out to one of my listeners who gave a glowing review of my podcast on Apple Podcast, Dr. Andrew Wade, and he wrote, Pat has put together something special here. The questions he asks guests draw out tips you can apply immediately to your own podcast. The perfect show for all different levels, both for advanced podcasters and those just starting out. Highly recommend. Thanks, Dr. Andrew. That's so encouraging. These positive reviews do really mean a ton to me. So if you enjoy this podcast, 
please go leave me a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. And if you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, I'll read your review on an upcoming episode, and I'll even give you a shout out. So remember to include the name of your podcast in the review so I could give you a proper shout out. And that's it for this episode. And I decided I'm going to keep doing these retrospective episodes once a month in the last week of every month so I can openly share my own learnings, share the podcast growth hacks I'm currently experimenting with, and hopefully providing a lot of value simply by being open with my own tactics and numbers. Anyway, thanks for tuning in and keep growing your podcast. Bye.